You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So first off, before we get into the episode, I want to thank everyone for listening because if you go to Spotify and you type in sports cards, I just realized this. I looked at it last night. Uh, We are the number one sports card podcast on Spotify. Now, we're not doing as well on iTunes. Uh, It's probably because there's subscriptions and there's reviews. So if you are listening to the podcast on iTunes right now, if you could do me a favor and scroll down to the bottom where they have – scroll down to the podcast page where they have the reviews and – scroll down, uh, and then leave a review. That would be phenomenal because growing in that list would be great for the show. Um, it would help me out. If not, if you are subscribed, if you're not subscribed, make sure that you subscribe to the show. Uh, that would be phenomenal as well. So I just wanted to, before we get into the episode today, I wanted to kind of give a shout out to everybody and ask if, if people listening on iTunes could do me this favor and go and leave a review, that would be phenomenal. So Now into kind of some of the topics I want to talk about. So the first one is how incredible – I think I put the podcast about soccer out on Thursday. And then by Friday, basically everything that I talked about was almost out of date because Mbappe went from – I think I talked about Mbappe's being like – Fifteen or sixteen hundred dollars, and now they're sitting around like three k. Which there's a there's been a few that have sold in that area. So like I feel like you know I'm trying to figure out in general how many sales of a card have to be sold before the before the price can be considered like legit. I guess because you know there are times when a card jumps up $100 or $200, and I feel like there is a significant chance that there probably was either maybe maybe not some shill billing, but bidding, but maybe someone put in an offer or they put in a bid and the, and the card got accepted, and it was just like an outlier essentially, and it's not actually the real, uh, the real price, which, you know, I, I've, I've talked about this in the past with eBay. I wish there was a way that eBay could figure out how to mark if something was sold or, or if something was paid for or not paid for. Because to me, I, I, eBay is the is the number one sales marketplace is marketplace for sports cards, and is essentially the is determining what the market is. Like cards that sell on eBay are what essentially the market determines as a price. And I understand that like Beckett does like their price guide but like you can see like if Beckett put out a price guide on Monday for Mbappe those cards are a thousand and if you go to eBay and you look right now those cards are three thousand like in like almost a week maybe maybe not a thousand to that maybe it was more like 20 20 or I mean uh 1200 or 15 1200 to 1500 within that week and now it's they're three thousand so like you see how quickly that can change but at the same time, you know, if these were 
Also, the thing that eBay should do is if you, they should automatically charge you. You shouldn't have to, they shouldn't allow you to not pay. Like, if that makes sense, like it does, it seems odd. Like, and I get for, from an eBay standpoint, they're looking at it and saying, well, you know, actually I, you know, and honestly, I don't know what their standpoint really is on this. Like, I don't know why they would not want people to pay for items because like for them, I mean, for them, sure. They can report that a car, that something sold for X amount. And like, granted, I don't know if they have any type of investors or like if they pitch stuff to investors or they're trying to sell or something like that. But like, they, sure, they can look at something and say, well, these were all the sales, but it's like, these were all the sales of an item, I guess. And if, it, if it's higher and if it keeps getting higher and higher, like, they don't necessarily care whether it gets paid for or not because they can say that it's sold. And even if it doesn't actually sell, who's to say how many of these sales are going on where someone's putting in an offer or they either, either they win an auction or they're putting in a best offer and the car, they either win or the, the offer gets accepted. But then like you have to go through a process of like paying like, so you, it should automatically pay. It should automatically make you pay. So this is sort of where I'm trying to figure out exactly, um, exactly what the threshold, not threshold, that's not really what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to figure out how many cards need to sell for, for a card's price to then be like a legit price. Um, and I, for me, it's like, it has to have sold, for, I don't know, it, it's, it's probably different for everybody. For me, it's different and it's probably like three cards have to have sold and they have to have sold in multiple days. Like these Mbappe cards, they for three days, for two, for two or three days, basically, they've been going up. And all of yesterday, there was like a few sales that were around that 3K mark. So like when you look at that card, you know, I think if you were to try, and this is honestly like here, here's what happened with one of the Mbappes that I sold actually. When it went up, to like 250 the craziest thing was everyone was like no nah, those prices can't be real like if those prices are shilled this has to be shilled and so i put one of my cards up for 250 and it sold in a couple days and i was like well i don't know i mean is it like my card sold and that could honestly be a reaction from the inflated market if those other prices weren't legit but at the same time, like, I don't know if someone bought my card for 250, which, you know, is unfortunate that I sold it for 250. I think I sold it for 250, like in maybe it had to have been like January or February. I don't remember exactly when I sold it, but it had to have been in that timeline. I also sold one at 600 two weeks ago. And so that one feels that one stings as well. You know, I put out that tweet yesterday, I think about. Taught about talking about that I sold the Mbappe for twenty five hundred the silver, paid a hundred dollars for, it. and I, and if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard that on many occasions. You've heard me talk about those cards that I bought and sold those Mbappe cards. Um, so I mean, yeah, I think you look at it's crazy. 
where the market can go. And I think with this growth, I think I talked, I talked about this on that podcast was with the growth, even in just the last few days, like if Mbappe goes on and wins the champions league, like could those cards be like a six or seven K base card right now? Like, I don't know. I mean, we've seen it grow from $40, literally $40 last summer and in a year, it's worth $3,000, and it could continue to go up. Like, it could continue to rise, which is insane. So I don't know. I think we've got some interesting moving in the market, and I think we're going to continue to see that because I think what's, what will end up happening is, like, the, the Premier League starts in September. Like, I think Champions League is, like, basically the last kind of – soccer big for this year at least i think because since euros was canceled unfortunately um which canceled until next year so like i can't even imagine what would have happened if we had had euros and players like sancho and uh mbappe were in these in this tournament which because panini came out with a, a select euros product euro 2020 product product and you know, the weird thing that I saw in that product was they had Joao Felix had a rookie card logo. So that was kind of crazy to me because, like, he had a card in 2019 Topps Chrome for Atletico. So, you know, I don't know if that means Topps and Panini are completely not on the same page or if Panini is determining that a rookie card or if they're going to say – we're gonna we're we're his I don't know because I yeah I don't know that's it's weird but I mean these next few summers we've got Euro in 2021 and then we've got the World Cup in 2022 um you know I think those next two summers for soccer are going to be huge for the market because I think people are going to come in the same way people are coming in for basketball right now and the supply compared to basketball is, like, minuscule. So that's the other thing about soccer that's crazy. Like, Mbappe, sure, he has, like, four or 500 PSA 10s for his base rookie. But, like, I mean, four or 500 compared to Luka, who has over, like, 11,000, 12,000 PSA 10s for arguably the player who's the biggest soccer player maybe in the world right now, Mbappe, or young player, maybe not because Ronaldo and Messi are obviously the biggest, but and maybe even Neymar is in that conversation. But, I mean, you look at that, and it's crazy. Some other soccer news that I thought was kind of interesting was uh, Topps announced that they're coming out with a MLS Bowman set. So they only came out with, like, two cards. So there weren't any, like, rookie card, or there weren't any, like, first Bowman logos on those cards. So... I don't know, like, you know, the product, I think they said it's coming out next week. So we'll see. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be a print-on-demand set, I'm thinking. Um, so, or at least that's what they said. I think they said they're selling it directly from their website. So it may be something that I buy just to see what comes in the product because I think they also said that it's an under-24 uh, product, which is a similar, like, the Tyler Adams, the Tyler Adams goal that he had against 
Leipzig. I forget. Ex- I forget who they played. Um, but Tyler Adams had a goal for Leipzig in the, in, the, in the in their Champions League game. Who's an American player, and that brought in like the seventy first minute, and that moved them on to the next round. So that's huge. He has an MLS card that's like a. He has, like, a base MLS card, but then he also has, like, an MLS card that's, like, 24, under 24. And I think that's the age that they're using for this as well. So I don't know if they're going to be including that rookie card logo on some of these cards, like, in players that are maybe this is their first year in the MLS. But I think the fact that they are including Bowman, like, that the fact that MLS is going to have a Bowman product could be a step in the right direction for things to come where, you know, I've talked about prospecting in soccer and how I think it's going to be very similar to baseball where baseball prospecting is just as popular as regular collecting of baseball cards. I think that if tops can do this correctly, that there is a chance that they could start coming out with like first Bowman youth team cards. So and I may be incorrect about this, but the way that I understand the youth teams is like, it's basically the, like you have the senior league team, which is like the team that play, like Chelsea, for example, like they have a senior league team that is the regular team. And then they have a youth team that I don't know if there's an age limit uh, to how, how old you can be to play on the team. But I know that, like, players that are coming up through a system or coming up through their system, for example, like Polisic, he went to Germany and he played on the Dortmund youth team in 2015 before making his debut in 2016. And even though he was only, I think, 17 at the time when he made his Dortmund debut, he played a year when he was 16 on that youth Dortmund team. So, like, could we see players on these big rosters like could we see for example like a guy that I like in the uh, Premier League that played for the that my guy that I know from work told me about is Curtis Jones he's a he just signed a contract actually with uh, Liverpool but he was on the youth team this year and next year I think he's gonna be making his debut so I think that's actually a name that people should look out for too is that's a guy who I think is could be a um, he's going to be one of the big rookies I think next year, but like if they had come out with now I don't know how they could do this like I don't know if they could do like a Champions League Bowman youth team product but like I mean I know there's a guy um, Zani I think his name is and I don't remember if he plays for um, Barcelona I think uh, Barcelona. Zani, I think, I think that's his name, or Zavi maybe. No. Um. Uh, young player. I'm looking up. He has like yeah. Okay, no, here it is. Um. Oh no, wait. This guy plays for PSG. No, there's a guy that has crazy hair that plays for. Okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of the wrong player then. Um, maybe he plays for. Okay, well either way, so you know there's team. There, I think that they could do youth teams, like they could do like what they do with baseball, exactly what they do with baseball. They could do like youth team players, and they could. 
I think they could. I don't know if, how they would do it. Now, I don't know if they could. They probably, I don't know. I think they, they can't just do it with just Premier League. Like, so they'd have to do it under the, um, cha- I guess they'd have to do it under the Champions League umbrella because that's how, or they'd come, or it would be a Bundesliga product. But like at that point, it's like, you know, who, how popular is the Bundesliga product other than Halan being in there, which his rookie cards haven't dropped at all, or not rookie cards, but his cards in that product haven't dropped at all. They're still like 130 to 150 bucks. Excuse me, 130 to 130, or 130 to 150 bucks, which is, you know, I was hoping that they would drop to like 20 and I could buy a couple, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. But, I mean, you look at like a player like Anasu Fati, like could he have had a, like if he played for the youth team, could he have had a Barcelona youth team card that's basically a Bowman card that's like a first Bowman? So, I don't know. I, this is it's me speculating, but I think the fact that they're bringing Bowman a different, the fact that they're bringing a different um, product into soccer just in general, I think is very encouraging for what they could do in the future. And that's basically all I've got for today's episode. So I want to thank everyone for listening. If you're listening on iTunes, like I said at the beginning of the show, and you want to go leave a review, that would be phenomenal. That would help me out a ton. If you are listening on Spotify, thank you. You helped us get to number one on Spotify. If you want to go follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, you can go do that. Also, something that I forgot to talk about. So I'm not going to be making YouTube videos. Um... I probably won't. I don't know. I haven't determined. I I just, I, this was the first week in like two months that I, like, because I I started it two months ago in like June, probably. And I was posting YouTube videos, but I was sort of like half assing it. I wasn't really like going at it with my full energy. So I'm just want to be, I want to focus on other stuff. So I'm probably not going to be posting YouTube videos as much, if at all. Um, And I just wanted to say that because, like I said, I would have posted one either yesterday I think it would have been yesterday but it didn't so but if you want to go follow me there for any updates stuff like that we'll see there may be times here and there where I do YouTube videos but I haven't really I think I'm going to be putting that on pause for a little bit so I want to thank everybody for listening and I will see you in the next episode